Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the Court Case Podcast with me, your host, James Court. We've got a great show for you today. We're going to be talking about Google Maps solving a decades-old mystery, pubs reopening, but not how you might like them to. And we've got Sam and Sweet Tea in the studio to talk about all of these and more stories. So buckle up. Okay, happy Friday, everybody. In the studio today, we have got me, your host, James Court. We've got Sweet Tea, the regular co-host, and we're joined by Sam Piers again today. Hello, Sam. All right, how are you? You good? Yeah, I'm good. How are you doing, Sweet Tea? Yeah, not too bad. This is take two, this, isn't it? We've it tried is. it before. Mm. Yeah. When yeah. When did we try this? It was... Before lockdown, like before right, Christmas. October, yeah. November. Yeah, November, November, start of November, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. I don't remember what stories we did. At Neither. All, but we got some good ones today. So, how are you coping yeah. with lockdown this time, Sam? Um, it's been alright. It's been alright to be fair. Yeah. Uh, just trying to keep myself busy. Yeah, just teaching music. Teaching music, exercising, just yeah. trying to pass the time, really. Well, I've brought some good stories for us to chat and gossip about today. And we've got some... Yeah, you've said it twice. They better be good. Yeah, they are. And I've got some juicy courting with James as well. Going to be um, talking about dating in the lockdown world. What was the uh, what was the really juicy story? Oh, you know what? I'm not going to tell you. I'm going to save it until it comes up. Fair cool. enough. But Oh, that was one thing that I wanted to talk to you about, Sam, actually, on the podcast first, is two days ago, me and Sweet Tea started um, Stranger Things. All right. Cool. Oh. What do you think? Um, well, obviously, I've already seen it. But yeah, I'm I'm liking it so far. I'm already hooked. It's so addictive, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it is. How many episodes have you watched? Four. Four. Oof. Yeah. So we're watching five and six tonight, hopefully. You, Sick. You Sick. um you cried at one of the last ones, didn't you? No, I don't cry, James. <laughs> <laughs> but it's what happened? what happened that made you cry? No, right. Basically, I was fully convinced that Will didn't die. <laughs> And James was like, going, oh. oh, he's dead, he's dead, he's dead. And then it was like a really emotional scene. So I was just like, I can't be dealing with this at 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> <laughs> it was um, episode, th- it, this season's been out for years now. So we, I think we can talk season one spoilers anyway. But um, yeah. it was episode three where they find Will Byers' body in the lake. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. And but it, it isn't Will Byers. No. Or is it? <laughs> yeah, but um, the way they finish the episode, they finish it like they found his body, he's dead. And um, 
like it's just really well done the music gives you goosebumps it's peter gabriel's version of heroes it was just so good but um t what do you think's going to happen next oh my god i have no idea i mean i'm hoping that the chief guy what's his name hopper hopper that's it i hope he like fully investigates what's going on because at the moment he's just found out that you know he's a stuffed uh it's a stuffed uh dummy isn't it yeah it's got like wool in it yeah so i'm hoping he gets to the bottom of that because there's something really fishy going on with those people going in that weird wall in that like investigation Uh, place or whatever it is I i guess you could say that Stranger Things have been going on. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Sam, you could say that. Yeah, that weird, disgusting thing on the wall. Uh, it's, yeah. it's like a doorway to somewhere, isn't it? But I think the episode ended with Hopper breaking the chains on the fence to the lab, I think. I think he's going to go in. Yeah, I hope he gets answers, but I feel like it's probably too early on for him to get answers. Ooh. Well, we're halfway through the season. Exactly halfway. Yeah, but we've got two more seasons. <laughs> yeah, well... Sam, no spoilers. What's your favourite season out of the three we've had? I think we discussed this in the last podcast episode that I was on. We might have done. I thought you just spoke about Kim Kardashian on that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we talked about... We... Oh, anyway, no, my favourite season, probably season two. Yeah, that's mine as well. I love season Oh, okay. It's very, very good. Also, the tra- odd thing, but the trailer for season two is one of my favourite trailers that I've ever seen, ever. Really? It's fantastic. Really? It, they pick the perfect music to capture the vibe. It's edited really well. It just They don't reveal too much. They keep it a lot of it mysterious, but give you enough to get excited. Perfect trade. I've the best one I've ever watched. Well, I bloody can't wait then. Mm. But um, no, so that's what's, that's, you know, that's what's been going on with us. Not much else. <laughs> but no. um, I have got some good news that we're going to get to. Here we go. Pubs and restaurants could reopen... In April. Oh my God, what good news. Yes. Amazing. But <laughs> we've got a side hitch. The easing what? means that alcohol could be banned. Why? So What's the point in it opening? It says pubs and restaurants may be allowed to reopen in April so long as they do not serve alcohol. Other options thought to be under consideration by the government include keeping pubs shut until May, but allowing them to serve takeaway pints from April. So... Basically, what they're saying is they've come up with a load of different ideas, including no alcohol, take away the alcohol somewhere else, which for some reason seems worse to me. Yeah, that does seem worse. But they've not settled on anything. Because I I remember, so I saw this this morning and then I went down to speak to my mum and brother about it. And they were like, we haven't heard that at all. We've heard they're going to open and serve alcohol. So clearly there's loads of different ideas. Everyone doesn't read the government. Newspapers will just grab a hold of a bit of you know speculation from somewhere and then yeah. just run along with it yeah the main my opinion on this right is i don't care if they open and don't serve alcohol because i do love booze i love a drink i do enjoy getting a bit tipsy right but the thing is the thing that i've been missing most is people so yeah. if they open pubs and they're like you can grab a coke and you can sit with six people like I'm well that's great that's a huge improvement on where I am right now that's true so yeah I mean like well my question is if pubs are opening does that mean that we're allowed in people's house because then we could just have drinks in people's houses instead yes but you know what the government's like with this if it's a business that takes money you can go in it if it's someone's house you're not allowed 
True, I know. Unless you've got like a card machine in your kitchen. <laughs> yeah, and it goes straight to the government. <laughs> yeah, that's what we should just do instead. Everyone comes through your door. <laughs> no, I don't know, but I mean, I I just want things to change. I just, it's just this. Is... Who doesn't, James? Who doesn't? No, but is it just you? Or has this one seemed worse than all the other? Well, everyone's saying that because the weather's just not as nice. The weather's crap. Speaking of, have you seen that there's a huge fucking storm coming? Like, snowstorm, massive. I don't think we're going to get snow over here. Literally, I saw the weather forecast while Bilbo was cooking dinner, and it literally was a huge cloud of white just over, like, the whole of the UK coming. That is mental. When? Um, in I think it's next week. Oh my god, that's actually quite scary. So we're gonna do snowed in podcast on. In fact, when this comes out on Friday, everyone might be bundled up, snowed in, six foot of snow in there. Yeah, there's no excuse to not listen to it then, really. <laughs> so, but you know, we got that. I don't. I think so. Oh, that was another thing to go towards the uh, pubs reopening. Apparently, in something like May. All over 50s should be vaccinated. Well, no, apparently they're just going to, would have been offered the vaccination. Oh, would have been off. Oh, yeah, because of course you're going to have anti vaxxers. Like, nah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't want autism. So, are you an anti vaxxer, Sam? No. no. No, I'm not. You know, because like you do get some people that legitimately, obviously, believe that. Yeah. So, like, there's, there's, I think there's some people that will just, that their minds just won't change whether yeah. they want the vaccine or not. Mm. Um, there will be people that are sceptical, but honestly, those are the type of people that, you know, need to kind of be pushed yeah. to have it. Yeah. It's a tricky subject. I mean, I guess you can't, I'm, I guess it is wrong to force people to do something that they don't want to do. Yeah, it is wrong. But then, you know, the other hand is it's for the betterment of mankind. So, yeah. you know. Well, but also, if you think of it like this, right? If you cut the world in half and gave half the vaccine and half not the vaccine, it still it wouldn't spread. Well, it would spread among the half that didn't have the vaccine. It just wouldn't spread to the other half that did have the vaccine. Yeah, but then it would only get to like that certain level, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah, it would only get to a certain level and then everyone, the other half would have had it and either died or not, I suppose. But that's basically what we're going to end up with here. Like yeah, I half, mean... Not half the world, but I mean the people that aren't vaccinated, if it still spreads around them a lot, then it's only going to get to that number. Yeah, I, so I mean, this yeah. is where the topic of herd immunity comes in, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's what I'm trying to explain. Oh, okay, yeah. So if they say if, if around seventy percent of the population has immunity to coronavirus, then it will actually stop the spread of it altogether. In fact, yeah. it reach the next person because there's like five people in front who've got the va- who've had the vaccine. Okay. So that's that's kind of where it makes a bit of sense. So surely if everyone like above the age of 50 had it and then all the like non-vulnerable people it would it like wouldn't it wouldn't spread is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, well it depends on the population of over 50s and under 50s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think there there's definitely more under 50s than there are over 50s. It's right. Still, it'll stop the spread anyway even if it's like 50%, 60% is much better than having no immunity at all. Yeah, I feel like it's just definitely more important for the vulnerable to have it than like people around our age. Mm, for sure. Well, I'm, for sure. I'm pretty sure that almost all of the old people have got it now, haven't they? Um, well, I don't know. The majority. I know my granddad got his first dose um, last week i think well i know my i know my grandma has but i don't think my granddad has so i don't think everyone has interesting my grandma's older than my granddad 
Ah, okay. Are they really doing it like that? They're doing it literally yeah, yeah. down the age. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. But um, apparently, as well, on this article, it says that, so you know, obviously, we're in a lockdown that doesn't really have an end date, and we don't really yep. know what the plan is. Apparently, on February 22nd, the Prime Minister, so old Bozza Johnson, is going to be unveiling a roadmap out of the lockdown. So basically, a, like a plan saying, this is what I plan to do. Right. Yeah. So. Like last time. Like back in, um, back in yeah. last May. Yeah. Um, he said that it's still early days to start talking about opening up society. Apparently, in on Friday, the vaccine programme planned to reach out to all those aged 50 and over, as well as adults aged 16 to 65 in an at-risk group by May. Oh, okay. So that's, you know, that's quite a lot of people. Um, so, to be positive, things are looking up then, really. Yeah, things are looking up. I think they can only get better from here, really. Oh, 100%. I can't. I look online every so often at like the case rates and stuff like that, but it's falling a lot quicker. Yeah. Than it was back in May and April sort yeah. of time. Yeah, no, it's quite exciting because like surely we know this year we are gonna have a year. Whether it starts in May, whether it starts in June, we are still gonna have a good time at some point this year. It won't be as bad as last year, will it? So No. No, I hope unless you know something ridiculously happens, you know, like the end of the world, or like wow, James, way to be positive. Another world war, maybe. Here's me trying to lift people's spirits, and you're just like, (laughs) oh my god, the end of the world could happen. Sorry, I don't mean to be unoptimistic. Um, it's going to be fine. We're going to be up the pubs, beaches, everything like that. I need to get my beach body. Um, sorted. I need to just like starve myself. Well, you have been starting. No, don't bloody starve yourself. Okay. All right. Don't starve yourself. You've got to feed yourself to feed the body you want, James. Yeah. Right. I see. Okay. You've got to be all the calories. Okay. All the good calories. Yeah, not, not bad you've ones. To, you've got to look after yourself. Yes. Mm. How, how is your New Year's resolution getting on then? Well, I've cut out um, sweets and snacks and um, sugary drinks. I just have non-sugar ones now. Um, So, like, I still... uh, I don't have sweets and snacks, but I still have fizzy drinks, but they're non-sugar fizzy drinks. Um, Okay. And um, I calorie count, so I'm staying, like, under my calorie limit. Nice, nice. I haven't notice too much change so far sadly well, you do, you're doing workouts as well because obviously that's important if you're changing your diet yes yeah um the workouts have dipped a bit this week because i've just gotten a bit busy editing and stuff but i'm gonna pick them up after the weekend do you feel better yeah I've, i do feel better i always feel better after i've had a workout good good mm. are you uh currently drinking a fizzy drink it's a non-sugar Dr. Pepper. <laughs> I don't think it works like that. <laughs> one, it's one of God's greatest creations. In a cider glass as well, I see. Yeah, in, in an old mouth cider glass. I just think, okay, well, all right. <laughs> yeah, what do you mean that's not how it works? I cut out sugar, so I got the non-sugar drinks. It's still got caffeine. Isn't it? It's ah. still unhealthy. <laughs> For God's sake, it's like they never want you to have nice things. Well, like... unhealthy, yes, because it's unhealthy. You, that's why 
you, you're cutting it out because it's unhealthy. Right, but can't I not have like one good thing? So I've cut out sweets. I've cut out awful snacks. I've cut out sugary fizzy drinks. Can't I just still have the odd? See, this is where we differ. If I if I was to cut out anything, I would cut out sugary drinks because they bloat me out, and I'd rather have like a chocolate bar instead. Yeah, right. I agree. Okay. Yeah. Well, then maybe I'll cut those. But out. you've got you are like basically. Yes. You drink so many fizzy drinks, and I don't know anybody else who does that. <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. Okay. Well, maybe then. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe I'll cut those out then. Okay. This will be my last Dr Pepper. That's bullshit. Sad, <laughs> sad to look at now. My philosophy is like you just got to go t- cold turkey on everything. Like if you want to. Oh, I've told him that before, and he that did not go down well, oh, Sam. I, I will try. I'll try and do cold turkey. It's very hard. It's very hard. It is. Well, hard. if yeah, but if you want it, you got to work for it. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, I'll try and cut out fizzy drinks then. Yeah. How about that. But you're on the right track, James. You're doing good. Okay. Cut out fizzy drinks starting Monday, and then I will because tomorrow's Sunday, which is obviously the Lord's Day, the day of rest. I'm not Christian, but. I believe in resting. Um, and then Monday, no more fizzy drinks. Cool. All right. Cool. Perfect. This is a recorded audio, so you, you'll listen back to this and remember that you've made that promise. Mm-hmm. And that is... Whilst, whilst you're editing, you'll be like, ah, oh, I said that. Yeah, <laughs> I need ex- to stick to that. Exactly. And that is why pubs are reopening. <laughs> yeah. So up next, we're going to be talking about how Google Maps has solved a decade-old mystery, older than a decade, older than a decade-old mystery. That is coming right after this. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax. And think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. 
Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome back, everybody. Happy Friday. Hope you're looking forward to the weekend of staying indoors, not doing much. But, um, wow, got... so positive of you. <laughs> I've got a cool story, guys. You ready for this? Yeah, oh, do it. Where is it? Hold on to your butts. Let's uh, get up. Here we go. Google Maps shows a sunken car where a missing man's body was found, right? So there's this man. He's called William Malt, and he's was 40 years old, and he went missing in 1997, okay? So how many years ago was that, Sam? That was... 20. I can't do my math properly. 22? 24. 24. Just tell me. 24 years ago, right? And he was reported missing in Florida, okay? He failed to return home from a night out at a club when he was 40 years old. What is he doing in a club at 40 years old? That's the biggest mystery. Whoa! I want to be in a club when I'm. <laughs> Do you? You want to be in a club when you're 40? I want to be one of those cool mums that goes to like the local uh, club on the weekend. Mm, Cool mums is not what they're called, but uh, yeah. A missing person... (laughs) (laughs) Um, What the fuck? A missing person investigation was launched by police, but the case went cold. Um, And on the 28th of August, police were called to reports of a car found in in a pond in Wellington, right? So... When the vehicle was pulled from the water, skeletal remains were found inside. So this is like a 24-year-old body. Oh, my Um, God. And one week later, the remains were positively identified as belonging to Mr. Malt. So, basically, what happened was... I think that's pretty amazing to find that, though. It is amazing, yeah. Um, a sunk... So, basically, a previous resident of the area was going doing a Google search. He's like, oh, I'm going to go on Google Maps and look up where I used to live. You know, like you sometimes do, right? Yeah. And so, he sees the lake um, on the Google Maps behind what his old house was. And he spotted... He saw a little shiny, glowy thing in the lake on the picture and he was like what is that that doesn't look like it's supposed to be in the lake it and it lo- it looks fairly big to be fair when you see it on the picture like i'm seeing the picture and i can sort of tell it does look like a car and then basically what happened was he contacted the person that now lives in the house that person used their personal drone um to fly over the lake and take a picture they confirmed that it was a car and so they pulled and then they pulled out of the um they pulled out of the lake. No one had noticed this car was in there wow. for 24 years. That is mental that she's literally just mm. gone on her laptop and solved a mystery in her living room. Yeah. And like, so, so you're telling me that no one's walked past and seen that within in within 24 years? Well, the thing is, obviously, it clearly must have not been visible from the um, shoreline. But obviously, right. from bird's eye view... You can you can see you can fairly quite fairly see actually that it's like it's a it's a car. Um. So and obviously no low flying planes flew over and spotted anything in the past twenty four years. Bloody hell. So, um. Basically, they've now presumed that he 
decided to stupidly drive home after being at nightclub, lost control of his vehicle and drove into the pond. That sounds like what's happened. Yeah. So they said that you can't determine specifically what happened because it was so many years ago, but that's like the best guess. Well, yeah. I mean, it makes the most sense, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. He left the club at 11 o'clock local time. He was a quiet man who did not socialise much. So I don't know why he was in a nightclub. Um, he had had several drinks, apparently. Um, he did have a girlfriend. Ah, he called his girlfriend at 9.30, telling her he would be home soon, but was never seen or heard from again. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. That's, that's mad. Imagine, you were the, imagine if you were the girlfriend. So he would have been 40, like, four now. No, 64 now, even. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it would have been 44. <laughs> Aged four years in the past 24. Oh, my God. It's crazy. The power of Google Maps. I know. the power. Of... Oh, I saw... Where did I last see the Google Street View car? I was... Oh, I remember. Oh, I've seen the Google Street View car yeah. as well. You and me, sweet tea... Do you remember when we went glamping in, was it Horsham? Oh, my God. Oh, my God, yeah. And we literally were crossing the road and it went past yeah, us. Yeah, it we drove think, past. We need to check. Yeah, we need to go on Google Street View and check if we're there. <laughs> I, drove, I drove behind the Google Street View car in Arundel. Oh, big up. Oh, cool. <laughs> Is, oh, how long ago was this? This was like, oh, I was back at uni. Like first, second year, I think. Uh, I wonder if they will have updated it or not. Probably. Go behind and just see Sam in his little motor car. I was was in my over 2.5. It's hard to miss that one. (laughs) There's a cool trend on TikTok going around where someone zooms in on like a random street in the world and whatever person it lands on, like on that street, they like wait, not like wait for them, but they see if anybody like it's it's them on TikTok and they were like duet it and be like, oh my God, you found me on like Google Maps. What? Do you not get that? How? No. What what, what do you mean? Basically, they're not, they're duetting, they're doing it until someone duets it and says that it's them. So, like, every TikTok video at the moment is just them, like, zooming in on different locations and landing on a person, and they're doing it right up until someone duets and goes, oh, my God, that was me. So, they're doing a different, different Different place place each time. Yeah. That sounds incredibly um, difficult. In hope that it lands on, like, someone who would see the video. Yeah. The, I mean, the odds of that happening is ridiculous, but it's not impossible. You've got to pick a young person, someone that's on TikTok. If they're zooming in on like some old fogey in like a in in like a little cross reeler going, I hope you're on TikTok. Well, yeah, or I'm pretty like sure that they'll it. check the street that they're landing on before they record it. All oh, right, yeah. Why don't they just? Uh, he's famous TikTokers. Why don't they just visit the street and do a video or something? They got the money, ain't they? Well, yeah, I guess, but then the person won't be there. Yeah, I know that's strange. Some TikTok trends are very, very strange. Have you seen? The I one... think that's a cool one, especially if it like pays off. Yeah, the one that I did want to talk about and call people's attention to actually is that red silhouette one because people need to stop doing that. So you want to know this, Sam? Do you have TikTok? No, I don't. Right, so there's this TikTok trend, right? Bearing in mind when when I explain this to you, Sam. Think think in your brain, TikTok is a children's app, right? When I explain this to yeah, you. Children's app. <laughs> and basically there's this TikTok trend where there's like some sort of sexy, no, some sort of normal music playing. And there's what is normally a girl in like normal, like baggy clothing, right? And then she walks towards her doorway and then 
the camera quickly cuts and there's a filter comes over the camera where the whole room is red and it's just their black silhouette and like they're now like basically naked in the doorway and it's supposed to be like very sexy right all so, right like sexy dark <laughs> silhouette in the do- doorway yeah i know it, kids app and um it's not just a kids app but yeah carry on but uh, and um basically people have found how to reverse it so you can take the filter off and so they can see, the and see naked, them naked, naked body of the person. So people are saying, like, please stop doing this trend because you're going to accidentally make your own, like, revenge porn or whatever. So gross. Yeah. But look, I know that it's not like a kid's app, but it's marketed towards children most of the time, you know? So mm. it's just, it's a bit suspect to me. Yeah. All my students just talk about TikTok dances. Do they? How old are your students? Like primary school? Yeah. They're probably the, the thing is the problem I have with TikTok is there's nothing stopping them from seeing a trend like that. There is nothing stopping them from scrolling through and seeing that sort of trend. Like you can't when you upload a TikTok, you can't get there should be a button that says like this is an adult TikTok. Only adults watch this. But because yeah. it which ah oh, it's bad. But I mean you also find a lot of cool stuff on TikTok, like the Google Maps trend that he was talking about. Um sea shanties got viral on tiktok that was really fun i enjoyed that yeah sea shanties are cool do you know can you perform any sea shanties sam not right now but like do you ever perform them um i can't say anyone's ever well i haven't been gigging have i oh yeah (laughs) true i bet you as soon as i get back to gigging Mm. there will that'll be the first request yeah it'll be the first request play it play a cheeky sea shanty for us yeah have you guys played geoguessr before yeah. Oh my god, I love that game we, so much. We did that first lockdown, didn't we? We, did, we did. Yeah, you have to pay for it now. Yeah, you, Shut up. I thought you can do like a few guesses free and then you pay, don't you? I think it was always free for a long time. And now they've just... <laughs> the only reason I say is because my little brother has mm. a GeoGuessr account and he pays for it. Oh, he pays for it. Oh, bless him. <laughs> it's quite good it's good i remember there was once where we were playing it quite a lot weren't we t and we did manage to get like we managed to get low there was one there was one we got where we got it bang on oh it's the most satisfying thing when Mm. you get it like within the margin oh i love it the worst one is when you end up somewhere in russia because they got a huge bloody land mass with like miles and miles you just have no clue Yeah. yeah it's a good game if anyone's not played it and you can manage to play it for free for whatever reason, GeoGuessr. And if you have the patience as well, because it does take a lot of patience. Yeah, it does. But it's quite cool. It's either that or Sporkle Quizzes. Sporkle Quizzes. I made my own Sporkle Quiz the other day. What was it about? It's um, name every single episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. You're kidding. Yeah. He's such a fucking nerd. (laughs) Can you name (laughs) one? No, I well, I I can name a lot of them, but I haven't tried my own quiz yet. I haven't done it. I haven't actually tried it. Episode one. What's the name of episode one? Uh, the gang gets racist. Is episode cool. one? Wait, that's the that's their first episode name. That they went yeah. they went in, didn't they? Yeah, I know. The first season's got quite a few um, on the line topics. The episode where um, Charlie Charlie has cancer is another is another season one one, and um, the abortion they do an abortion one in season one as well. Christ. But, um, I can name quite a few, but I, I, I don't think I can name them all yet. I like no. the yet you added on at the end because you're <laughs> hoping that one day you will be able to. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> at some point, 
Some, some, some I don't know what kind of knowledge that is ever going to help you in life, but, you know, we move. Exactly. We move on to my next topic, which is, before we get on to some courting with James, we're going to talk about, this is breaking news. This was this morning. This was uh, found out. A man shielding from COVID comes home to find a drugs gang has turned his flat into a cannabis farm. Crikey. So um, the man is called Peter Merrins. Um, and it was taken over by a gang who's changed the locks, so he can't get in. So he's a community champion, whatever that is. I don't know what that means. Champion of the community, I suppose. <laughs> um, he he returned to his flat to discover it was being converted into a cannabis farm. Vulnerable, Peter Matt, oh, so he's a vulnerable person. Um, he's been staying with a friend while the pair shielded during the pandemic. But as they were protecting themselves from COVID-19, crooks broke into his home, changed the locks, and cleared the way for a drugs farm. <laughs> How mad is that? Registered disabled Peter had been shielding from coronavirus due to his severe COPD. I don't know what that is. Has anyone heard of that? I think it's a disease of something. I don't know. Yeah. With his friend... I might also, be wrong. Also in an at-risk category, the pair took the decision to live together in case one needed the other's support. Very good idea. I like that. This meant Peter was away from his Birkenhead home through December and the first weeks of 2021. When he returned on January the 18th, the painter and decorator discovered the locks had been changed, leading him to contact Merseyside Police. Officers were alongside the 56-year-old when a locksmith gained access to the home. And inside, they found a property that had been cleared and enough equipment to cultivate cannabis that could be sold for tens of thousands of pounds. Peter said, I was shocked. I looked at the locksmith and police officers and thought, what is going on here? My head was wrecked. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> awful. All of his stuff is just gone. Yeah. Possessions were strewn around the flat and outside, while high-powered lights and plant food were found within the address. Peter said a computer and tools had been taken, much of it linked to the project he set up to help unemployed people. Ah, oh, that's why he's a community champion. Oh, he doesn't deserve that. Yeah. So he had created a scheme called Colour My World, which was launched to help find work for painters and decorators and give workplace skills to those in need of experience. Aw. That's nice. A decent guy. Yeah, he is a decent... Why is it always decent guys, these or girls, these things happen to? It was really devious and upsetting. I was shocked and surprised and I felt violated. So has he... Is, I assume he's got... Um, I, the items were so the items were removed. I assume that he's got his house back now, but I don't know about all his possessions. So I hope he's like being reimbursed somehow. Do you remember Sam when we were in secondary school and they found a cannabis farm in a house in Arundel? Did they? Yeah, police. police, police <laughs> he obviously doesn't remember that. Police raided. Police raided this house in Arundel that we always used to walk past when we would go there, and um, there was a huge cannabis farm in there, like a bunch. Really? Of, oh my god! This, um, Chinese family had started one. Jesus. Yeah, I remember that. It was juicy gossip. Sam missed out on the gossip. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I know. There was quite a fair bit of gossip at our school and stuff. You had some juicy things go on. So much gossip. So much gossip. We had a... I mean, find me a school where there wasn't juicy gossip going on. Good point. My dad always used to call our school Watley Road. <laughs> really? But Yeah. But uh, there was a kid that tried to jump off the library roof on a bike. Do you remember that? Saw that? Yeah, I, I, I was there. I was stood. I was stood by the Muga, I think. What to be like? Just to be an idiot, or yeah, yeah, to be an idiot. Yeah, cool stunt, Tegan. Yeah, he didn't yeah. do it. As soon as um, 
what's his name? The um, groundsman came over and just like, get the fuck off that roof. And he's... Wait, did he actually swear? <laughs> she head came over and was like, come on, Jack, get off the roof. Come on, get not be an excellent. Whereas the caretaker comes over, he's just like, get the fuck off the roof. <laughs> Speaking of that, do you remember that caretaker? Yes, yeah. He um started living next to my granddad, uh, next door to my granddad the past few years, and he died last year. Really? Yeah, yeah. He, I remember speaking to him a few times. He moved in literally right next door to my to my grandpa. Oh, sucks. That's some sad news to break on the podcast, there, James. Yeah, no. He was one of the last people <coughs> I spoke to at the school teacher faculty wise before i left and i remember him talking i think he might have been talking to me tyler and maybe dan or someone and he was like he was like look you know make the most of it don't worry he was like um secondary school is not the best time of your life the best time to come in he was like so don't worry about it and stuff and he was really nice i literally never spoke two words to my caretaker i couldn't even tell you their name that's really nice of you well i didn't hardly ever see my caretaker <laughs> But they're doing the jobs, the thankless tasks, you know. I mean, my dad is literally a caretaker. I know. <laughs> I know, and you should you should thank him every day. Yes. So if not, thank I will. <laughs> thank. All right. You just message him every day. Be like, thank you, Pete, thank, for all you do. Thanks, Pete, for doing all that work at a school that I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, do you let let your dad know I said thanks? <laughs> we'll do. For the past few days, I forgot to. Yeah, you yeah. forgot to say, didn't you? Yeah. God's sake, Sam. Did God. you, sweet tea? Did you have any like spice? You don't have to name any names. But did you have any spicy rumors that or weird things like jumping off of libraries at your school? You've you've never seen my school, neither of you. It was four stories, yeah. And the middle of it, like it wasn't like four like flat stories. Like the middle section was like cut out, so like you could look straight down onto the library. Yeah. So a lot like no one like threatened to jump, but I just thought that was cool to say like you know uh, like you could look down and see people in the library when you're four floors up. Oh right, yeah, that's pretty yeah. scary. But I remember once that we had one bit where I I was one of those people where normally all of the news, like rumors and stuff, would just fly under the radar for me. Like I would just no one told me nothing. I just anything and there was this huge thing this huge thing going over at the school for a few weeks there was like one student that had been like accused of rape by another student right oh my god sam might remember what i talked about and then there was just one day when i had no idea any of this going on apparently everyone was talking about it and we went into there was an assembly called in the morning and it was like one of the shortest assemblies i've ever been in and Miss Rich, her name was, who was one of the women that sort of was like the disciplinarian. And she basically just walks into the seminary. She goes, you know what I'm talking about. Don't you ever talk about it. If I catch anyone talking about any of it again, you're gone. And then she left. And then I was just like, what? <laughs> what? Oh, my God. On? I mean, that's a pretty fair way to address it. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I literally came straight outside. And I went to my Mitch. I was like, tell me what that was, please. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Was there was there was cool. There was rumors like um, there was a married teacher that worked. They worked with each other. They're both working at the school, the husband and wife, and uh, they were confirmed rumors, I believe, um, of cheating Ooh. allegations. So that was an awkward rumor. <laughs> yeah, bloody hell. Yeah. But do you um do you remember that assembly, Sam? I remember it. Yeah. Yeah. That was. Did you know what was going on? No. Oh, and you then didn't I know either. Someone. I found out. Oh, okay. So it was just you and me. <laughs> Everyone else knew. <laughs> it 
it was actually it was pretty counterproductive just yeah. because the people they didn't know were just or the people that did know were like all right i know what she's talking about yeah. but the people that didn't know like you and me we just went and asked someone who didn't know <laughs> yeah. yeah and then and you were speaking about it so it literally backfired yeah pointless so strange but did you ever have a drug assembly at your school oh um i don't think I don't so no also we were very lax on sex ed as well i remember having one lesson and there was barely any info so... uh, i missed my sex ed lesson like the condom banana thing oh yeah i we, I, I don't remember having that lesson at all i don't remember really oh, i was auditioning well... college if you if you let me, I'm going to go back to my drug assembly situation. Yes, because we we had a lot. Okay. <laughs> because drugs was very apparently clearly common in my school. Oh. And um. <laughs> and uh, during one of them, someone's chair collapsed. <laughs> so that was like you know at the time was hilarious. Someone actually physically collapsed in another because you know when they play those like videos. Yeah. I don't know, like those, just like those videos that really hit home, like, whoa, like you don't want to do this because this is this. Someone watched it and then collapsed or like threw up because it was like really bad. Talk to Frank. So oh, much. Frank. Like I heard so much going around the school. Jesus. <laughs> well, Jesus. So, I don't know. Those places are rumour mills, aren't they? Good secondary school gossip. They are. Always fun. <clears throat> We're going to get on to Courting with James now for the last section of the show. So I'm just going to cue the jingle. Beautiful I sung stuff. that. No, you did not. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so the main thing that I want to talk about on Courting with James is I wanted to talk about dating in a pandemic world. You know, how things have changed, what things are different, what things are new. Is it more, is it harder? You know, is it, you know, not as hard? We're going to ask Just all of these imagine questions. if there was no dating sites in like these times. Yeah, I know. It's 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 madness. But it um, is. luckily we've got someone on the show that um, has used dating apps during a pandemic time. And we're going to ask him. Vegan. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to ask him what it's like. So, Sam. What can you say about, you know, what's it like using a date nap on, uh, during the pandemic? Is it any different than before? Or kidding, James, is that you can't meet up with them. Yes. Obviously. Because of social distancing. Yes. Um, oh, how I love that word so much. Social distancing. Oh, no, I hate it. <laughs> Beautiful stuff. No, so, um, no, well, of course, you can't meet up with them. Yeah. So that's the thing to get around. And um, to be honest, like, back in... It's like I said before, with, with this lockdown, there's no like clear end date yeah. either. So it's not like back in November you could just say, "Oh, December fourth or whatever," and, you know, whenever lockdown ended, December second or something like that. Um, you could just say, "Oh, December third, we're going out." Yeah, we're going or something like that. With this, there's just no clear end date, so everyone's just like, "Well, what do we do?" Just you literally just you, people just choose to chat for like however long now yeah it's weird is there like a um is there like less people using them because they think you know what's the point we can't meet up i'd say there's more more people Hmm. Uh, yeah because uh, they're they're stuck at home and it just gives them something to do really doesn't it yeah no that's a good point 
yeah some people use it as a bit of a confidence booster as well yeah yeah you know some people chat some people don't i don't blame them what would you say is the best dating app in your opinion uh i would say i mean the one that works for me Mm -hmm. um oh everyone has different yeah opinions and you know which dating app's the best i've had best experiences from hinge hinge okay oh okay that's quite a new one yeah it's 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 the reason it's, it's a little bit less anonymous you know when you like someone on tinder yeah you don't know whether they've you know you don't know who's liked you they don't know you like them until you match yeah hinge it's different because you can go on to someone's you literally it's the same sort of thing you get like, these little prompts where you fill in the sentences and you've got like five different photos six different photos yeah yeah you can um you whenever you like someone you don't just swipe right on their whole profile you like each individual photo and it comes up on their profile immediately after you press send like okay, oh wow that's cool, that's cool. So it's, it's it's more serious in that way. That's good. That's good. Do you like, have you done any like lockdown dates like over Zoom or Skype or anything? Or have you just stuck to the messaging for you? Kind of just stuck to the messaging, to be honest. I think it's just, it's way too like, I don't know, it's just way too risky. Yeah. To, like, I, think, yeah. I think also as well, the, the whole thing about like what you can and can't do outside with another household, mm. whether exercising which is a really broad term yeah. it could be a some people or you could go for a cycle or like that and i don't really want to be all sweaty and lycra on a uh, yeah. on a bike yeah a day. no that makes sense and it's Doesn't like sound ideal we got um valentine's day coming up soon and it's like because of the rules me and you and me too we can basically watch go on a walk like that's it yeah, valentine's. yeah buddy how romantic you know, and by how romantic... Bloody hell, I mean, don't sound too excited. Well, I mean, that's all we do. We go on one walk a week, every week, anyway. So how do we make it different for Valentine's Day, exactly? What do we do? You know? Give each other a Valentine's Day card. Card, <laughs> card was not the word I thought you were going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Oh God! Yeah, no. you meant present. You meant present. Yes. Not, not Valentine's Day <laughs> oh, present. Exactly. But naughty. You know. <laughs> yeah, I know that's naughty talk. That's very silly. But I mean, I don't. You know, it's just everything's harder with the pandemic. No pun intended. Yeah, no, I know some people that are trying to join the dating scene and stuff and just know that it's a lot harder. I saw a thing on YouTube the other day where it was like a a woman disguised, made like a male Tinder profile to see what it was like, what if it was a different experience for women than for men. And she just said she found herself getting so frustrated with the lack of matches she was getting on her oh, male really? profile. Yeah, she, de- she said she used a picture that was like a fairly attractive sort of normal man. And she said she was getting she got, she would get so many matches when she was a girl. She said she was getting so frustrated with the lack of girls that were matching with her when she was as a guy. And not only that, the amount of girl, when she did match with someone, they would give such shitty small talk and barely say anything. 
that like it was just it made her not want to use the app at all oh my so. god see like, I, this might sound really stupid because i've never used a dating app before mm. but like when you on tinder when you swipe right and yeah. then like if it's a match it comes up instantly and then if it's not a match it doesn't come up yes but like i don't know i don't know how to explain it so like, but then that person who didn't come up as a match might match you later on. They might not have just come up on your page yet. Right. So how it works is the second person to swipe right, that's when you get the notification. So you can swipe right with people all, all day, but until they've also swiped right, that's when it becomes a match. Oh, okay. So when it, so when people get disheartened because they swipe right, it shouldn't be disheartened because it could come up later on. Yeah, it could come up later on. Yeah. Oh, right. But you know, just use Bumble. Women start chatting first. Is that mm. is that a popular app? Um, yeah, it's alright. To be fair, yeah. Have you? It's yeah. That's the whole thing. I mean, guys are more drawn to it just because the girls talk first. Yeah, kind of take that little bit of, you know, pressure off. I think. Yeah, yeah. For guys, you know, some girls appreciate the pickup line. Others mm-hmm. prefer the small talk. Yeah. Others prefer diving straight into like a deep conversation. Yeah. How um, so, how would you like to be approached, Sweet Tea, on a dating app? Do you reckon? Do you would you want a pickup line, just a normal hello, or um, something else? I wouldn't want a normal hello. That's fucking boring. Yeah. I don't want. If it was a pickup line, I wouldn't want it to be one of those cringy cliche pickup lines. I would like something unique that would make me laugh. I like being made. Like, I like to be made laugh <laughs> i like laughing so if someone made me laugh that would instantly work do you know what i mean yeah you should laugh more often because you clearly can't speak <laughs> <laughs> but, um... ouch not today for sorry <laughs> <laughs> but no, fair enough i've got a um yeah no i agree with that i think if i if i was being approached by someone on a dating thing i would want someone to say like hello I've noticed from your profile you play guitar. I also like playing guitar. Yeah. What's that? You know. Yeah. If they noticed something about your profile and spoke about it, that that's good. Then you know that they've yeah. actually read it and not just swiped right because you look nice. Exactly. I think the more prompts you fill in as well give you a better gauge of what they're like yes. as a person, just in general. Like also, if someone has nothing in their bio, then mm. what do you do? You have no other choice other than to use a shitty pickup line or something like question that. sam if a girl asked you how was your day would you go good thanks or would you go into detail about how your day was i would so say that again so would you just go oh yeah it was good thanks how was yours or would you like go into detail about how your day was what you got up to yeah i would just go into detail to be honest they're gonna ask kind of question see gonna... that is good yeah that is good that is what a girl wants because i've seen so many like girls on tiktok be like why are they so their chat's so dead why are they just giving me short answers they want you to like most girls anyway want you to just like go off on a rant about your day yeah one ones that care anyway <laughs> oh, it's just kind of passing over the the, the work for the for talking yeah. yeah that's true yeah one, one advice that i think i would give i think this is for girls and guys I think your profile should be information about you, not what you want in another person. Oh my like, god, I agree. I hate these profiles. When I when I used to go on Tinder, I hate these profiles where it was just girls with a list of I want a guy that's six foot something, they've got to be funny, they've got to pay on the date, they've got to do this, that, this, they've got to not have kids. Yeah. And it's like, don't give me a list. This give tells me nothing about you apart from the fact you're stuck up. Like <laughs> I tell you what, to those people that uh, to those girls that say like 
what do you call a guy under six foot friends? Yeah. No. <laughs> I'm not, you guys know, I'm not six foot. I'm about 5'11", which yeah. is about a foot under six foot. Um, <laughs> so I'm a, I'm a friend to most girls. Yeah. And um, <laughs> I swipe right anyway, because fuck them, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know. I've seen a lot of men on like, um, in Reddit comments and on Twitter and stuff like that, that s- say I'm above six foot. But if I see someone ask for someone six foot in their profile, I will also swipe left. Yeah. Um, and stuff. I don't. I do not understand it at all. Also, apparently, in general, in Western countries, um, apparently the amount of men over six foot is only about fourteen percent. Because I saw this woman like dating oh, yeah. on YouTube, and she was like, "So that's fourteen percent, and that's not taking into account people that already have girlfriends, already have wives." aren't looking to date and it's like if you're going for someone over six foot you are so shrinking your pool it's like, literally just point? so they can wear heels <laughs> yeah which to be honest if you're five foot something you can still wear heels come together now oh my god <laughs> it, no it, it is so stupid i i've never understood that like I couldn't date someone that you like just because they're a little bit smaller than me yeah, I know. And also, the ones that I find most egregious is when it's girls that are really, really short. And it's like, I need to have someone that's over six foot. I'm like, I'm sorry, but you could have someone that's like five foot eight and they'll be like six foot in comparison to you. Like, stay in your lane. <laughs> you know? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God, James. But James's dating bio is just going to be all of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's going to need a bloody dating bio if he carries on. Also, the thing as well <laughs> is that... Tegan, like... shut up. He's going to get you a card for Valentine's. Is <laughs> <laughs> these is these girls that are like, they they are insistent on the height thing, yet they would get offended if you'd be like, well, I don't date fat girls. And it's like, well, you can change your weight. You can't change how high you are. It's a tricky subject. It is a tricky subject, but it's also a double standard. True. It is a double standard, yeah. But I feel like everyone's more sensitive about weight than they are height. Yeah, although very short men are extremely sensitive about it. Like, have you, you know, you get like short man syndrome, don't you? Is that a thing? Yeah. Have you not seen people, like, there's viral videos on the internet. of it? Do you not remember, I think it was in 2019, there was that viral video of that really short New Yorking guy that was in a restaurant and he was flipping out and getting really angry because he thought people were making fun of him for being short. No, like he got really ah, it was it was massive. It was like a viral sensation. But Damn. Uh, yeah, short man syndrome's a thing. I can't believe you guys have never heard of that. No. no. Is it a thing that you can get properly diagnosed or is it... Oh, I know. I think it's just like a turn of phrase. Like, oh, no. look, he's got short man syndrome. So if you got So if you said it and drawed attention to it, I don't think that's going to help. Well, no, but <laughs> <laughs> but I was just saying it's a thing. So there you go. <laughs> Good to... for you. <laughs> Who wants to end the show with a nice, cheeky, uh, fun story? Well, sort of not fun, but interesting, right? A so... nice, cheeky, interesting story. Well, to be honest, it's not nice, but it's interesting and it's a bit cheeky, right? So it's gone from nice, interesting <laughs> to now just nice. Yeah, yeah, right. So there was this robbery at a Slovakian gas station, okay? And a woman stopped the robbery. How do you think 
She stopped it. She called 999. Wrong. She jumped in front of the robber. Wrong again. Right? Czech woman performs oral sex to stop what? a robbery at a Slovakian gas station. Oh, my God. I did not expect that. <laughs> right? So, a 24-year-old Serbian robbed a gas station in Bratislava. A 36-year-old Czech woman offered him a blowjob to distract him until the police arrived. That's one way of doing it. That's 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 some superhuman oh. level sacrifice there. James, next time you're in Fontwell service station for whatever reason, someone comes in. Yeah. You know what to do. I'll know exactly what to do. I'll do my duty for Queen and Country. Oh yeah, I give you consent for that. Oh thanks. Tegan, please <laughs> let me do this. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes even the toughest criminals get distracted by the very essence of sexual tension, such as a Serbian man who recently robbed a gas station to lose all his swag to a Czech lady that stopped him from escaping the crime scene by an unusual measure. She offered him a blowjob that got him stuck in the place until the police arrived. Oh, so she actually did perform said blood blowjob. Yeah, she did it. According to the local police station, he, the allegedly aggressive man entered the premises of a gas station and started threatening the clerk that he would beat him unless he gives him all money he has on the counter. Wait, so wait, what's the script in this? So he was like asking for money and then she just walked in and go, oh, hi, mate, I, I see you want money. Do you want a blowjob instead? Well, apparently... <laughs> um, as he went to leave the building, he didn't get too far as a 36-year-old woman of Czech nationality stopped him by offering him oral pleasure. A few moments later, the police found the two individuals in an incriminating position on the gas station's toilet. The woman allegedly told the police, he's yours now, I cannot manage any more. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> my God. That's that is, I've never heard of that before. That's very uh, thinking on your feet, wasn't it? Yep. Uh, the 24-year-old Serbian got arrested, lost all the money he had stolen, and is facing a trial for robbery. Well, at least he went in uh, feeling quite uh, less full. Well, <laughs> no, I mean, it sounds like she didn't even finish because she was oh. like, can't handle any more. Police, you get to work. Police chief, you finish him. I'm done. There you go. So now you guys know... This is a learning, this is a teaching moment on the podcast here. You know how to handle it if you get involved in a robbery. And I think that's pretty cool, you know? Well, I, I, feel, I feel like if I did that, you wouldn't be very happy with that. Well, I mean, it was a life-threatening situation. So you would be okay with it. Is no. that what you're saying? <laughs> no, I, th I think, no, it's different. If you were like, for example, right, if you were in the gas station, there was a possibility of you getting shot and killed and you were like, I need to think of some way to stay alive. Then that's a bit different. <laughs> if you were walking past the gas station and you just saw a robbery <laughs> taking place and you're like, wait, I'll just go in there and blow that guy. And then I, then I think I'd have a bit of a problem. <laughs> you know? Yeah other ways to like stop this robbery <laughs> oh my god but still the thing um, is people are now going to take this and they're going to they're going to use it as an excuse for cheating <laughs> they're going to use it as an excuse for cheating <laughs> yeah uh, I mean, like you know if they get caught out but like, oh what were you doing in the, in the toilets for so long when you were getting gas <laughs> oh you know stopping a robbery there was a robbery going on <laughs> but anyway i have mad respect for this woman and um so does donald trump I respect women more than I respect men. And <laughs> after that, I think this is a uh, a good place to stop the show. Have you guys had a good time today? Yeah. 
was good. Yeah, you thought we talked about some good topics, raised some good issues. Mm, yeah, definitely. Are you looking forward to sure. up the pub in a couple months' time? Hopefully, with our squid. Sure. Coke. Yeah, for some diet cokes. Mm. Yeah, but then I'm watching my diet, so I'll just have to have a tap water. Uh yeah, yeah, of course, mate. You don't want the squirty cokes. No. Sure. You want to go cold turkey? Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> but next week, um, do we have any guests on next week, T, or is it just us? Why do I have to keep log of everything? I oh. think it's just us. There we go. For some reason, we're having audio problems towards the end of the show here, guys. Um, very sorry. Hopefully, I can fix that in editing. No, it will be me and Sweet Tea back in the studio next week. Thank you so much, Sam, for coming on. We really appreciate it. Follow us on Instagram at Court Case Podcast. We will see everyone again next week. Bye bye, everybody. We sure will. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.